Shabbat Shalom. This is Nade Batel Leon, and I pray you are doing well today. Let us pray. Avenu Malakenu, our Father and King, we come before you today. We thank you and we give you praise. We lift you up. We give you all the worship, Lord. We thank you for these times. You said we should seek you while you are near. And the best time to seek you is during your feasts and during the times that you have appointed for yourselves and for your children. So, Father, I pray that you have mercy on us. Heal our hearts and heal our souls and make us your children in times of this crisis that we are having around the world, in times of these weather patterns, in times of troubles that no one else can solve, but only you can solve. Father, have mercy on us. Save us and heal us. Heal our brokenness. Bring us peace and joy and give us understanding. In Yeshua's mighty name, amen. Today I want to talk to you about the Feast of Tabernacles because the Feast of Tabernacles is always uh, one of the feasts of God. It actually ends all the feasts and then at the end of it, a new feast will begin again. You know, it starts with Passover and then it goes on to Feast of uh, First Fruits and then it goes to Shavuot and then that is the 50th um, day. You know, we count the Omer and then we have that. And then we go, we go through the Yom Teruah and then we go to Yom Kippur. And then we come on to Sukkot, or Feast of Boots, or Feast of Tabernacles. And um, one of the things that we are talking about, you can go to Leviticus 23, verses 34, going. It says, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. On the first day shall be an holy convocation. Ye shall do no several work therein. Seven days ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day shall be an holy convocation unto you. And ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a, a solemn assembly. And ye shall do no several work therein. These are the feasts of the Lord which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations, to offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord, a burnt offering and a meat offering, a sacrifice and drink offerings, everything upon this day, beside the Sabbaths of the Lord, and beside your gifts, and beside all your vows, and beside all your free will offerings, which ye give unto the Lord, also in the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when ye have gathered in the, in the fruit of the land, ye shall keep a feast unto the Lord. Seven days on the first day shall be a Sabbath, on the, on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath, and ye shall take you on the first day the mouth of godly trees, branches of palm trees, and boughs of thick trees, and willow of the brook, and ye shall rejoice 
before the Lord your God seven days. And ye shall keep it a feast unto the Lord seven days in the year. It shall be a statute for even forever in your generations. Ye shall not celebrate it in the seventh. Ye shall celebrate it in the seventh month. Ye shall dwell in booths seven days. All that are Israelites born shall dwell in booths. That your generations may know that I made the children of Israel to dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And Moses declared unto the children of, of Israel the feast of the Lord. Now, from Deuteronomy, Leviticus 23, verses 34 to 44, is just what I read. And this year is, is the same. You know, these, these feasts are forever. They are perpetual. They never end. Just because somebody said, Oh, we, we, you know, we, we, we don't have to do any of these things. But the punishment for people who don't celebrate, for the children of Israel who don't celebrate this feast, is characterized by the holding of the rain. It will not rain, and, and, and that is the punishment. And during these feasts, it tends to rain, and it tends to, to the weather tends to be favorable, actually. So... I pray that you will understand that during the Feast of Tabernacles, it's usually seven days. And the eighth day is the Shemineh Israel. It's the day that the, all the, the, the feasts end. And the Holy Convocations are like rehearsals. And in the kingdom to come, it is believed that Yeshua will come around such a time, you know. So the first day, of the feast, which was like um, the day before yesterday, was was Shabbat, like starting from Friday night to Saturday night. But then remember, there is another Shabbat already, so it's a double Shabbat. So it's a it's a it's a double whammy. It's High Holy Day. You don't do any work. You don't do any several work, and that is the time that. You dedicate yourself to the Lord and do the things that he requires. And then at the end of it, the seventh day, the seventh night, you start, we start to the eighth day. The eighth day is when it's ended. So the seventh night, which is also a holy convocation, and it ends on the eighth day. So these two days are the most important days, but then it is still holy within those other Six days, but the six days is relaxed. People can, you know, do little manual works and things like that. Little work that is not like heavy-duty work and things like that because, you know, you have to clean yourself. Your house has to be clean and all of those things going on. But the two days at the beginning and the end are highly important that you don't do any work. And, you know, if we apply this to our lives right now, Yeshua has come for us. He has died for us. He has prepared a place for us. He has given us freedom to move back and forth. He has cleansed the place for us and it is time for us to rejoice with him. Because coming to Sukkot, coming to the Feast of Tabernacles, it starts with Passover. Passover, we celebrate 
and thank the Lord and talk about the things that happened in in Egypt and all of that and we 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 think about those things and then the feast of unleavened festival follows the Passover which is two festivals you see the first day of that festival is the Passover and immediately after that the feast of unleavened feast for seven days and so then immediately after the feast of unleavened feast it's followed by the feast of the first fruits, Yom Apikurim. And then after that, you count, you know, you've been counting after the feast of 11 festivals. So you, you count the Omer for 50 days, 49 days, the 50th day is the Jubilee. And then that is the Shavuot or Pente Pentecost. And then immediately after that, you count and then you come to uh, the feast of, of trumpets, which is Yom Teruah. Is a blowing of shofar and blowing of trumpets and all of those things. And immediately after that, you come to Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. But before the Yom Teruah, Yom, between the Yom Teruah and Yom Kippur, you have to do 10 days of, you know, repentance and all of that. And then you come to Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the day of atonement. You pray and you cry and you afflict your souls the whole day. You fast. And then immediately after that, five days after that, we come to Feast of Tabernacles. Feast of Tabernacles is Sukkot. And then we build the sukkahs, like building the boots and the stuff. And that is when we rejoice and we praise the Lord. This is also one of the times when you can actually spend your tithe on yourself. You buy things for you and your family and all for the people that are uh 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 next you know your neighbors if you are a small family you can join yourself together and buy a goat or a, 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 a lamb or something and then you 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 celebrate actually so those are one of the three times that you can actually eat your tithe but you are not eating it you are you are buying things to celebrate this feast and to stay before the Lord. It is a time of rejoicing. It is a time of victory. We go through things in our lives. And we wonder if there will be sweetness. And I, and I tell you what. As a believer. We should always think that there is always. A way out. There is always a way out at the end of the struggle. So you shouldn't just be in a perpetual mode of chaos. You always look forward to the time of feasting and rejoicing, and being free. So, today, my, way, my word for you today is have faith and have joy and expect good things coming from our God. This is Nade but LL Yon. And I will talk to you again. My, pa, my, my email is nadeni1 at gmail.com. I will talk to you again. Be blessed.